Hey guys, did you know I have another podcast now? It's called Marketing with Brendan Burchard. As you can tell, a lot of the conversation in this last two years have been people just asking me how I started my own brand. And on the Marketing with Brendan Burchard show, it's a brand new podcast, I actually share full hour classes that I've done just teaching marketing to any business owner, to any entrepreneur, not just always in my career, but often I'm sharing what's working for myself, but it's a really great lesson in online marketing today. It's just called Marketing with Brendan Burchard. It's a part of my career that most people don't know because for all these years, I only taught personal development to the public, meaning I never gave away free stuff related to marketing. But now I decided to open up the vaults from the last couple of years and really reveal what the modern and powerful marketing strategies are that has helped me build my business, but also the same strategies I've used to build multiple eight-figure businesses and, of course, have some legendary exits and investments in unicorn companies. And one of the secret strategies I do to help them build their business is get them to listen to these very recordings that you can access now on the Marketing with Brendan Burchard show. You will be stunned I'm giving away that for you. So could you do me a favor? Go there right now and actually download every single episode. It helps me a lot. And I also think once you listen to one, you'd be like, he should be charging $1,000 for each of these. Again, go to Marketing with Brendan Burchard. It's my brand new podcast. I'm super excited about it. Please go check it out. Marketing with Brendan Burchard podcast. Hey, my friends, it's Brendan, and welcome to another special episode in this new series for influencers. It's a sort of behind the scenes look into my career as an author, speaker, coach, seminar leader, online trainer, social media thought leader, what we just call now the influencer industry. It's how I run my influencer career, and I like to share some tactical things with you here in this episode that I know you'll love. Now, this audio is actually pulled from our influencer business program. If you haven't heard what that is, that's where I go live every single month and I teach you how do you build a personal brand? How do you get a bigger audience following you? How do you make money from that? How do you build community and impact? How do you launch podcasts and courses and do email marketing and everything you see us doing? If you love that kind of thing, then man, I would love for you to join us at the Influencer 2019 event in San Diego. It's October 10th through 12th, again in San Diego, California. And that's where you're going to come to learn from some of the best influencers in the world about how do you start and how do you really grow? How do we start from scratch and grow our brand and monetize content and reach more people and build a community of followers around the world and scale an actual business doing it? Just go to InfluencerTickets.com. Again, that's InfluencerTickets.com. to join us in San Diego, October 10th through 12th, where I say join us because it's a real community of people teaching you exactly how we started from scratch. It's people like Rachel Hollis, who you know has had two back-to-back number one New York Times bestsellers, one of the most successful authors in the world today. Dean Graziosi, who he and Tony Robbins just did a $30 million online launch. Lewis Howes, podcast extraordinary at the School of Greatness. Trent Shelton, one of the absolute best viral video makers in the world and inspiration to so much of our youth. Tom Bilyeu, who built a billion dollar brand and now runs the Impact Theory show, which I love so much. And so many more real influencers teaching you, how did we do it? I mean, listen, uh, there's no question if you listen to me, you've been impacted, I hope, by what I do. And I'm just here to say, why can't you do that? You know, why can't you have a similar career? It's not like I'm some magician or have some magical abilities. I had to learn to identify what topic and passions I wanted to follow, just like we'll teach you. I had to learn how to build a personal brand and audience, just like we'll teach you. And I had to learn ultimately, how do you actually earn an income and earn revenue from it, building a business doing it that you love to run? If you're in that game, my friend, go to InfluencerTickets.com. Join us October 10th 
through 12th in San Diego. Um, I'm sure by the time you're hearing this, our tickets, there's probably only maybe a couple hundred left, I'm guessing. So please make sure you go check it out, influencertickets.com. It will give you all the dates, details, and limitations because you got to get there. If you're totally new to the industry, it's okay. This is especially where you want to come so you can meet new people in the industry, but also see how the best of the best do it and just follow our plans. Uh, you guys know I'm always saying, you know, <laughs> coming from Montana, we always say the time to have the map is before you enter the woods. So if you're really into building a personal brand and a major audience, even if you're just starting, this is when you need to learn. Don't go try to figure it out yourself. Follow the strategies that work. We're teaching them at Influencer 2019, October 10th through 12th in San Diego. Again, go to InfluencerTickets.com. Without further ado, please enjoy this training that I did live for our influencer community. Please realize that I might reference something visual that maybe you can't see, but we've edited it in such a way that you can definitely follow these strategies, understand, and learn a lot of the behind the scenes of how the influencer space works, what you can be doing in marketing, and how to grow a real business doing it. With that, my friends, no further ado, let's jump into this episode. I am pumped to talk with you today about some advanced copywriting techniques that will get people opening your emails, reading your emails, buying from your sales letters, reading your copy in your Instagram posts, your Facebook posts with so much more engagement. You deserve to be selling more. You deserve to be making more and engaging more. But a lot of people just don't know how to write. And because they don't think of how to write for their customers or their clients, they're just going off the top of their head with what they know, and that is not sufficient to make the connection you all need to make. To build a brand and business these days, man, you gotta be on your game. I mean, there's so much changing out there. Don't you feel like that? You know, there's always, there's always some new app or some new tool or some new site or some new thing or some new launch or some new strategy. But what I love and what's made the difference in my career is what has not changed and will never change, no matter the technology, no matter the tool, good copy. What makes good copy today is the same that made good copy 80 years ago. Because we'll, we have, you know, we've got like versions of systems 2.0, but we're never gonna have a human 2.0. Like, right, we're, we're all human. We're, we're in this place where it's like, it's not gonna change the emotions that you need to tap, speak to, cultivate, leverage, in your copywriting will never change. How the human brain processing, processes information, sorts things, prioritizes things, busts out some logic, and deals with life. All the same. So it's nice. Once you know human behavior, and you know direct response copywriting, I really believe you're on the most important and fast path to millions of dollars. If you don't understand human behavior and psychology, and you don't understand direct response copywriting, you're toast. So let's talk about those two things. Human behavior. On every decision and everything you should ever write, you should always remember people have an emotional side and a logical. They used to call it right brain and left brain. They don't do that anymore because, well, some people do. They just need to study recent neuroscience. Because very rarely is that designation being used anymore because the idea that the right brain only does this, the left brain only does this, or this lobe only that or that is being found more and more to be untrue. The brain is like a giant spider web of interconnectedness. And when this part lights up, these parts do too. And it's not one left brain, one right brain. But that idea that we have an emotional side and we have a logical side and that the two work together to make decisions and the two overlap and synthesize, that's important to know. So you're always writing copy, thinking of those two elements. You're also writing copy for direct response. And direct response is where you ask people to go do something. You ask them for a direct action. Click that button, hit that like, tag somebody, buy that thing. That's direct response, right? One idea is talking generally about something like, hey, aren't candy bars really great? The other one says, go buy this candy bar. That's direct response versus just talking, right? And so direct response, when combined with human psychology, that's the path to millions and millions of dollars in any industry, 
today. So you gotta understand both. I'm gonna give you some simple ways to think about that and to form your own copy. I've got six key ideas for you today that makes great copy. The first thing you have to know is that you don't have to write the copy. And so the first takeaway today is use the customer's exact phrases for your copy. You need to let your customers write the copy. You need to ask them questions and listen to them, coach with them, work with them, conversate with them so you finally learn the exact phrases your customers are saying. Because when you learn their exact words, their words become your copywriting. Their words become the most relevant and important thing that you could ever connect with them with. Like when I do a sales video, when I'm doing a sales video, I'm constantly thinking and preparing and writing down everything my customers have ever told me related to that topic. So 26 seven-figure launch, 26. People are like, how do you do that? Well, when I go to prepare for that, the consistency we get with our sales is because I'm always looking to see what you guys are asking, saying in the comments area, listening to my students, coaching my students, and little phrases that my students say, I write them down, I write them down, I write them down. Then when I go to a sales video and think through the copy of that or think through the, the sales text of a page, most of the major words or arguments are actually what the customers have taught me. Like when they, if I ask them questions like, what is it you're trying to do and accomplish this year? What are the major roadblocks that get in your way? What do you believe is possible? What have you tried that didn't work? What is it that you think your first step should be? What prevents you from taking your first step? I listen to that and I write those things down. And that becomes literally, I use their words and their phrases. And I just think that if you're writing most of your copy from your perspective and from your head, you're immediately at a disadvantage. And my advantage has always been, I know I'm not that smart. So knowing that I'm not that smart, I let the customers inform me and I listen to them and I trust them and I believe them. And I learn from them and I go, oh, when she describes chasing this dream, she says it like this. When he says, this is what prevents him from doing that, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna say, listen, you're probably thinking that what's gonna prevent you from succeeding is, and I'll use his exact words, da 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 But let me share something with you. There's a different possibility. And so it's the customer's words that form the whole thing. Now, what categories? of things do you need to think about? When I'm trying to capture the customer's exact phrases, here's some things I'm listening to. First, I'm listening to exactly how they describe their dream. Like when they say they wanna make more money online, I'll say like, well, tell me more about that. What does that mean to you? And what if you did make more money online? What if you did achieve that goal? What would your life be like if you achieved that goal? Describe to me how would you feel if you achieve that goal? What steps do you think it would take to achieve that goal? All that I'm collecting. I'll also collect, so that's like, think about like, that's the dream or the possibility or the opportunity. Have them describe it to you. Tell me about like, what do you want? What would it look like? What would it feel like? What would it take to get there? I listen for that. I also listen for their problems. Like, well, what gets in your way? Or what do you think is a problem? What's a barrier? What's a challenge? and I'll just start collecting that information and writing down. Sometimes you can do this, like if you're wondering how I'd collect it, it might be one-on-one, -on -one. it might be a small group, I'm recording it, it might be I send out a survey, but either way I'm gonna capture it. So first thing is the possibility, the opportunity, the dream. Second thing is the problem, like what they're like stuck at, like where they don't receive it. Third is, I ask them, how would you want help? What do you think would help you achieve this? Like describe to me like what you would help. They say, well, I want one-on-one -on -one attention. Okay, what does that mean? What would you want from the one-on-one -on -one attention? Or, you know, I'd want, um, you know, a download. Okay, tell me about the ideal download. What does it teach you to do? And just let them architect this whole thing for you by listening and listening 
and listening. And then you wanna also talk about price. Be like, okay, if you had a system or something to put that all together for you, like how would you know it would be a value? Like how would you pick a price for that? And let them talk about it for a while. And maybe you don't agree with what they say on the price because everyone wants something for free, but you learn like, well, how do you know how to value that? What would that be worth to you? Why would that be worth so much? Where's the value there for you? And just keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. Then ask them, what else would you want? What else would help? The what else conversation is like everything in marketing. Like for you to collect copy information, what else? What else gets in the way? What else would help? Also, I think this is really important. The exact phrase is on, what have you tried before that did not work? What are you worried would not work? Do you believe you could do this? Why or why not? All of that is gonna inform great marketing copy. And if you actually go back and watch this recording, the questions I just asked you, if you pose those, that could be your exact sales letter. Just collecting that from people. The possibility, the problems, what they've tried, what they want, what do they think it's worth, what else they think they need, if they think they could do it, there's your outline and you're good to go. So I just think it's really important that you don't have to feel like a great writer to make money doing this. When I began, I was a terrible marketing copywriter. I literally couldn't write marketing copy. And then I did it so much that for me, I started learning how they thought because I asked so many questions and now it's easy. I know how my customers think. I know their barriers because I've asked it a million times. I've been doing this a long time, but I still make sure I do it. Before we rolled out Total Product Blueprint again, and we hadn't rolled out in a couple of years, I reached out to former students. I said, what was your experience? What did you learn? I asked a bunch of these types of questions and it really informed my new sales video when I was preparing for it. So I think that's really, really important. Number one, use the customer's exact phrases. Number two, in marketing sales copy, you should emphasize what life is without the decision. Meaning, if they don't buy your thing or take the action you're suggesting today, what are the negative consequences that show up in their life in the future? Your copy, you have to always think that one of the most emotional tugging things on people when they're reading something is the fear of missing out, is the, if I don't do something, this negative thing happens, or if I don't do something, this negative thing keeps happening. Negative consequences. You need to have words and descriptions and a clear vision of what's the negative consequence. If they keep on the same path and they don't buy your thing, do your thing, take your suggestion, what would life be like? Now, a lot of new marketers and salespeople, they avoid this because it makes them feel like guilty. They're like, oh, I don't wanna say that to them. But listen, if it's your job to sell, to build your business and to help your customer, then you have to learn to describe negative consequences, you know? And learning to do that, you can do that for, again from using exact customer phrases talked about like, hey, have you thought about doing this before but you didn't do it? What happened? And listen to what they say. But you also have to be willing to upfront tell people like when I sell something, I'm like, hey, listen, if you don't get this, will, will you be fine? Probably, but then you're probably gonna go out and buy thousands of dollars of other programs, try to piece it together in the perfect plan, cost you six or seven to eight months, and what's gonna happen is a year from now, you're gonna be in the same place, just more confused. So do you wanna be in a different place in a year from now and more clear, or the same place and more confused? That's the choices. And saying that, I have no problem saying that because I believe it to be true because I do so much work to create great products and programs. I know you do that too. So I want you to emphasize life without the decision. If you don't take this, here's some things that could possibly happen. And you need to write that or say that. And some of you are like, but I'm just talking about copywriting for my blog, Brandon. How should I think about it? Well, the corollary to this is you've got to paint the perfect picture of the future for people. Great copywriting tends to live in the future, not today. 
Because people are attracted to new, people are attracted to the future. People want a clear description of what their life could be like when it's better, no matter what you're selling. If you're selling a bottle of water, if you're selling a phone, if you're selling some swag, if you're selling a course. No matter what you are selling, people want to know how their life is better with it. So the corollary is you need to have that description. But great copy, and that's what this session is about, is often about the things people miss. And what most people miss is the negative consequences. Maybe they start with it like, you know, here's a problem, you don't know how to do this, and your life is like this, and it sucks. But then they're like, and I got the solution, and here's how it's great. But they completely miss that bottom part, which would say, and if you don't do it, here's some negative consequences. And they don't do it because it feels shady to them, it feels like sales to them, it feels like pushy for them. Like that's the part, the negative consequence part is where most people fall off of sales because they feel like that's the pushy part. And people need the pushy part. Trust me, I struggle with this one too. It's like, how do I do this authentically, ethically, but with real precision? And the way that I do that is I know the consequences. Meaning you need to know the alternative decisions your customers can make. You need to know your other competitors and what they offer versus what you offer. Because you can articulate that. This is a good place for that. Hey, listen, um, if you don't do this today, I just feel like I would be underserving you. And I wanna really sell you hard today. I wanna tell you why this is important. I wanna tell you this is important because I know what everyone else has out there. And they've got great programs that do these things. I'm not disparaging them, but what they're missing are these things. And if you don't sign up today, you're gonna to miss these things. And these things are critical to your success or critical to your enjoyment or critical to this product. And so your job is to know what's missing because you know the field, you know the market, and then demonstrate that. Like you're gonna miss this thing. And if you don't get this thing, and that is a good way to do that, this with integrity that you'll really connect with. Okay, number three. Okay, it's Brendan, and yeah, I'm gonna serve you up a quick little promotion right here to make sure you learn a little bit more with us. If you're enjoying this, let's dive deep. And there's two ways that you can do that. One, obviously, I told you about at the beginning of this episode where you can join us at Influencer 2019, October 10th through 12th in San Diego. Because if you love this kind of stuff, come learn how 10 other people do it, just like I do it. But also, if for whatever reason you can't make San Diego, October 10th through 12th, then join our Influencer Business Program. That's where I go live, just like you've been hearing, and I teach every month how to build your personal brand, how to do better marketing, and make it really, really specific so that there's tactical things you can do. And I teach, really, the world's influencers every single month. I go live, I do Q&A, I give a new strategy. I try to teach something that has earned at least six figures, and I try to teach that every single month. So make sure you join that influencer business program if you can't join us live in San Diego. How do you do both? Well. Just go to InfluencerMagazine.com. That's InfluencerMagazine.com and choose your adventure. Do you want to come to the live event or would you like to join the Influencer Business Program, the online training component? You get to choose multiple levels. So just go to InfluencerMagazine.com and choose your own adventure with us. Would you like to join us at the live event or would you like to join the online program? And hint, 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 the online program does come with some tickets to the live event as well because it's an ongoing subscription and influencer the live event is an annual event so are you confused are you ready are you excited to start would you like to share your passions your wisdom with the world and achieve financial freedom lifestyle freedom and most importantly real impact y'all go to influencermagazine.com right now all right with that let's jump right back into the episode Number three, if you're selling something, and that's kind of the, the genesis of this session here, is you're writing marketing copy that sells. If you're selling something, number three, you need to build the price juxtaposition. And I know most of you know this, but I also know most of you don't do it. Price juxtaposition means before you announce any given price at this level, you talk about other expenses, or costs or prices that are bigger 
So it's like a funnel, right? It's like the conversation are these big expenses and prices that it would take normally to do something, but then when you announce your price, it's smaller, and they're like, oh, that sounds like a deal versus these other things. If you announce price, or you tell your call to action, and you have not yet built up the enormity of the price, expense, time, effort, energy, and hassle, and you just announce the price, they're like, there's no context to the price. They're like, now they're just going off of bias. Sounds like a lot, or isn't a lot. But listen, if you do a good job of, before announcing price, describe the time, effort, energy, hassle, problems that you incurred to solve this problem, and that they would incur to solve this problem, and you announce price exhibitions, things like how much it would take to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, and that's more expensive, or how much it would take for you to go find other resources, and that's more expensive. And then all of a sudden, but to work with me today, or to get this product today, or to buy this thing today, it's only this much. When it feels like a deal, that's when you know you did price juxtaposition well. If it doesn't feel like a deal, then you didn't do price juxtaposition well. Because listen, we often think that the value, listen to this, this is a master sales mindset. We think that the deal comes from how much we offer them, like the number of components, the number of bullet points, the number of features, right? We think that the price is based on competition, how much better ours is. We think it's based on the benefits. Price valuation is only as valuable as the price juxtaposition. You could have a million dollar item and describe the million dollar item absolutely perfectly. And then when you say it's worth a million dollars, we go, ah, even though it's obviously worth a million dollars. You could literally have a diamond, a huge, gorgeous diamond, right? And a piece of paper from 17 governments that says, this diamond is worth a million dollars. Do you want to buy it for a million dollars? They'll go, sounds too expensive. They won't buy it. The price, the face value of a thing is not the value that the consumer gives it. So your master stroke is figuring out that the real value they give it comes from price juxtaposition. So imagine, here's diamond, here's a piece of paper saying the diamond's worth this much. They're like, wah, wah. But you say, let me tell you about this diamond. It took 400 men to dig down 700 feet in the most remote region that exists on this planet to find this diamond. They pulled out cargo loads, and the world's leading experts spent thousands of hours sorting through every other speck of dirt, every other black piece of coal they had to chop up to find that diamond, to find this one diamond, this one diamond. I had to go out and insure this piece, this diamond, and just to get the insurance policy for this thing was $7 million to insure this thing. Years of man hour effort to make the perfect thing. We took it out and we showed the world experts and they were like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And that's what you have available today today. Can't find it anywhere else. And you certainly are gonna dig down that time. You're not gonna take the time, expense, energy, and effort. It took seven years to bring this to you. Now when you say it's worth a million dollars, there's context. Without context, Price is bias. With context, price is justified. So don't forget all of that stuff. You know, I'm using a, like a facetious metaphor here, but it all adds up to the value of the thing. Never forget, the story of the thing, the hardship, the time, energy, and effort to make the thing, get the thing, and to save the customer time, energy, effort, from having to do it themselves is just as valuable as the thing. The story of creating the thing and the story of preventing them from having to create it or go through the miles, that story proves the point just as much as your bullet points of what module one is or what product feature A, B, and C are. And you've got to know that. 
it's the missing element in almost every copy, almost every sales video I've ever seen. I'm like, their price juxtaposition is too weak. It's one sentence long. Their price juxtaposition is like, it usually costs $75,000 to work with me. So today is a great deal if you buy my $2,000 thing. And that's all they say. That is not enough context. That, like, that almost feels like a slap in the face to the customer, right? You need to build story and copy there to help that thing happen. I've shared a couple things. Number one, I said, use a customer's exact phrases. Number two, emphasize what life is without the decision. Number three, build price juxtaposition. Number four, avoid filler sentences that don't move the action. Okay, this is a, uh, this is the best practice in all of writing, right? It's called trimming the fat. It's, you need to get rid of sentences and descriptions that don't move the person towards the thing you're trying to move them towards. A lot of people when they write copy, they write too many sentences and they start going in a loop. They say the same thing four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. You don't need to say the same thing four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. You need to say it one time and move on. And so what's really important in marketing copy is to be succinct and sparse. Succinct means say it in few words, right? Say it simply and clear. Sparse means don't feel like you have to say it over and over. Say it once and say it as minimally efficiently as you can. Like, it's really important not to overdo it. And I think what happens is when you try to sell something, you just want to keep convincing and convincing and convincing and convincing. But in marketing copy, get rid of all of it. If it's not moving towards the action, get rid of it. Also, notice the phrase here. It says, avoid filler sentences that don't move the action. So get rid of it extraneous or extra sentences that don't need to be there. But notice the word action. You want your sentences to paint a picture or to have an emotion that makes me feel like we're moving through this copy. Like it should be fast. It should, like, I should feel a pace and a feeling to your marketing copy, right? That's why you might do a one, if you do two long sentences, add in a short choppy sentence, right? Mix it up so it feels like, like that kind of feeling, that pentameter that makes me read, and it's like, that's good. If it's like droning on and on with you and your long sentences, my peoples, most of us, because we don't take the time, our sentences are way too long and we repeat the same thing. It's the number one problem in copy. It's the number one problem in social media marketing today. Like people, say in one like post on Instagram, they'll use a sentence with 20 words in it when a sentence with seven, with one emotional adjective or verb would have been 10 times more powerful. And so strip it all down, say it very simply, and then add an emotional word in there. Easy, right? So you could say, the cat jumped the fence, ran around the house, ate some food, bit the kid, right? <laughs> or you can say the cat jumped the house and angrily bit the kid. I mean, like, it, I don't, that, that made no sense whatsoever, but you get the idea. Like, who cares about the, took a detour to eat the food? Get rid of it. Like, get to the action. The action is bit the kid. We need to go from here to biting the kid as fast as possible, okay? Same thing in your marketing copy. If you're describing a feature and a benefit, don't do feature, 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 and here's a million reasons the features are great, and then the benefit, it's like feature, benefit. Just like get to the action. The benefit is the so what of the feature. So it's like, this is a metal can imprinted with words that you put hot and cold liquids in and keeps it for a long time. Those hot and cold liquids stay hot and cold longer because it is a metal canister and you will like it. What? It's like, this incredible can will make sure your hot and liquids, hot and cold liquids stay hotter longer or colder longer so that you can, so that, so that you can enjoy your beverages throughout the day 
longer. Great, easy, right? You don't have to say all that other stuff, just get rid of it. So there's just simple ways to explain things and sell things and get at it. Get rid of your filler sentences. Fifth big idea. Tell them it's possible over and over, even if they're new to whatever you're doing. Okay, this is hugely important, okay? Whatever you're selling, whatever marketing copy you're doing, you have to tell the user, the person reading, that they can do it or that it will work for them, even if they have no idea, right? It doesn't matter what you're selling. If you're selling a Ginsu knife, you have to say, even if you've never done these advanced chop, 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 chop motions in the kitchen, this knife you can use for anything, even if you're not an experienced chef. You have to say that to people, right? When I teach marketing, I have to say, listen, even if you've never done marketing before, this system or these steps will work for you because I've broken it down step by step. And you've got to say this over and over. This is the only area in your marketing copy that I will let you loop to, meaning you'll say it several times throughout a marketing page, that people need to be told, you can do this, you can do this, believe in yourself, you deserve this, let's go. No matter your stage of life or experience, this is possible for you. Oh my God, you have to say it a million times. The number one objection for people isn't, is what you have of good value. The number one objection of people is, will that work for me? And if you don't hit this point of telling them it's possible over and over, even if they're new, they won't believe it will work for them. And I've seen millions of you know, pieces of copy and paragraphs in my life, and I have noticed everyone forgets this one. People need a lot of cheering on. People need like almost a disheartening amount of cheering on. Most people live doubtful lives. And I wish I didn't have to tell you that because I'm not a pessimist and I'm a hopeful person. I'm an optimist. I believe in human transformation and I know everyone's capacity to change. And most people live doubtful lives. So they're flooded in doubt. They're flooded in doubt because their self-talk they haven't mastered, they haven't done the personal development to master their self-talk. So their self-talk in their head is the same self-talk they had when they were high schoolers or college kids. It just is. Except now it's loaded with even more doubt because most people integrate the failures of their life into that self-talk. So their self-talk is full of doubt. Most people don't know how to support other people's dreams because they get threatened by that. So most people are surrounded by doubters, haters, disbelievers. And so their spouse doesn't believe in them. Their family doesn't believe in them. Some of their team doesn't believe in them. And so they don't believe in themselves. And so you've got to be that motivating force in your copy that believes them, that cheers them on, that tells them they're valuable, that tells them it's possible. That you've got to know that most people don't believe in themselves and most people around them don't believe in them. And so you've got to do a phenomenal job on a consistent basis in all of your emails and all of your marketing copy, whether you are selling something right then or not, of cheering people on, cheering people on, cheering people on, over and over and over and over. It's got to be like a drum that you hit so many times that by the time it comes for you to sell something, they go, he believes in me. I'm going to believe in myself a little bit more. And you gotta say to them, you literally have to say to people like, hey, I, I say this in all of my sales videos, most of my marketing copy when I'm selling something, say, isn't it time you finally believed in yourself? Listen, you figured out things that were way harder than this. You can paint by the numbers. You can start from scratch, just like tons of other people did, and you can take step one. But you gotta believe in yourself. And you deserve that, you've been through enough in life. Like I say stuff like that, that, you know, it's not a gimmick, it's I know that's what people need. And you've gotta do a better job at that. I know it's really, like it feels gimmicky and it might feel insincere, but go work with more people. And once you work with more people, you realize how doubtful they tend to be and what service you do for them when you help them find a little bit of confidence 
to follow their dream or to buy the thing that can help them. And if you're doing a good job, you're selling things that can help people. Okay, last big piece today. Be way more emotional and cheering on. That sounds a lot like number five. Number five, I said, tell them it's possible over and over, even if they're new. That's all about telling them that's possible, right? Even if they're new. This one is in every single sentence can ask, could I be more emotional in this one? In this sentence, can I be more emotional? In this paragraph, could I be more emotional? In this story, is there an element I could add that's more emotional? Like use languaging that sounds more emotional. And emotional isn't just like, and happy. It's not like happy cry. Emotional is also like, get your heart beaten. Emotional is also like suspense. Emotional is also like um, the crescendo. Like emotional just, it gets you engaged. You, you, you feel it, you're not just going, yeah, that makes sense. You're like, ooh, I feel that. You want them to feel that. And that emotional copy is what's lacking for most people. And then again, I'll reemphasize the cheering on. I know I mentioned that earlier, but I can't mention enough. You have to cheer people on 20 times more than you expect. Like you, at, at the start of your courses, at the start of every video, at the end of every video, at the start of the sales video, at the end of the video. Like, hey, you could have a life like this. At the end, you can have a life like this if you buy it. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. I believe in you, I believe in you. You have to, I'm like, oh my gosh. I cannot say how much you have to be the person cheering people on. And it sounds like it's crazy. But even, like, think about how much they sell the iPhone. When they're selling that iPhone, it is constantly cheering you on to be cool to use something that's better than everybody else, to join the cool kids. It is cheering you on to be latest, edge, have the best, have the best camera. You're somebody who wants the best. It's cheering you on. It's done in a subtle way, but it's certainly right there. You gotta know that you gotta cheer people to join your community, cheer people to buy your stuff, cheer people to take the action, cheer people to believe in themselves. All marketing copy has to have the possibility, has to have the problem, has to have story. All of it has to have a clear description of the features, a clear description of the benefits, a clear description of what else they get, a clear description of why it's worth the price point. All of these things have to be in great marketing copy, whether that's that happens all at once on one page, or it's a series of promotions over email, like all those elements, when you unlock all of them, you get higher conversions. Now, some people say, well, Brendan, all those things don't have to be there. You can just put a shiny object in front of people and say, buy it, it's cool. And lots of people will do that. But if you wanna increase conversions, all marketing copy needs the elements of those things I talked about. In addition to urgency, scarcity, authority, like all the basics, those all live here. I'm trying to go a little bit beyond the basics and talk about the things that people miss. But yeah, possibility, problem, feature, benefit, authority, scarcity, price juxtaposition, those elements always gotta be there. Yes, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this special episode, sort of a behind the scenes look into my influencer career. If you enjoyed this and you would like to learn more, just get yourself over to influencermagazine.com. Go ahead and select whether you'd like to come to the live event or to the online training called Influencer Business Program. Both options are there on the page at influencermagazine.com. For those wondering what's up, um, you know, we've been working behind the scenes all year on launching Influencer Magazine. Uh, it'll be launching late winter with an unbelievable episode. It's gonna be a digital magazine. And we're really excited about it because honestly, some of the biggest influencers in the world have just been freaking out once we announced this because our industry really hasn't had a voice and it really hasn't had best practices. And honestly, it hasn't had a lot of leadership. And for those of you who know my career over the last decade, uh, as I used to teach Experts Academy, you know, we had literally millions of people who learned online marketing from me. And as the world's transferred into this time of social media, but also a time in which so many people are on social media and, and so-called influencers, they don't know best practices. They don't know the values of the industry. They don't know how to really build a business that scales. They're just after likes or following or, or narcissistic stuff instead of really making a difference. So I'm bringing that type of value ethic into 
the new influencer career by leading the magazine, leading the annual conference, and leading the major online training all under the influencer brand. And I'd love for you to take part of that, but also get to experience the growth of this industry. You know, it's a billion dollar industry where, I mean, every single day, listen, people have the opportunity to follow you, to buy from you, to share your message. And so my question is, why aren't you there more heavily? You know, why don't you share your wisdom, your life experience, or even just your passions, whether you're sharing your stuff or you're curating an experience or a community, there is a way for you to earn income at this, build a real business and a real audience worldwide doing it. You just need the step-by-step instruction. So go to influencermagazine.com and either join us at the live annual conference again, October 10th through 12th in San Diego, or join us in the online training program called Influencer Business Program. We call it that because if you're going to wade in this territory, you should have the ambition to build a real business that allows you to have your lifestyle freedom, that allows you to make your difference, that you enjoy, that makes you the money that you need and really impacts people. That's the Influencer Business Program, which you can again access via going to influencermagazine.com. All right, we'll continue this series. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, make sure you share it with four or five friends who are also trying to build their audience or make a difference in the world or who might be interested in these types of learnings that you just listened to. I appreciate you all. I'm so excited to bring you more more and more insight into sort of behind the scenes of how my industry and my career has worked. I will continue here on these podcasts to share a lot of personal development. This series is just running while we're promoting Influencer 2019. So I hope you'll enjoy it and you'll share these episodes. Make sure you take a screenshot, share it with your friends, give them the link, but also share it and tag me so that I know that you're listening to these episodes and you're getting value from them. Share with me what you liked, what you really learned from, so that we can not only recognize and reward you, but that we can also invite you in. All right, go to influencermagazine.com. Until next time, my friends, go out there every single day. Remember, you can live fully, you can love openly, and you can make a difference by sharing your voice with the world right now. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I wanna jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me, or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses, or where I go live in my membership areas, or how I accept money online, now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course? and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules. Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. 
they give you a 10 digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503 212 6125.